This album is dedicated to all brothers and sisters. My men and my women. And yo, it's time. Put our hands together. Hip hop, hip hop. Because we want to talk about y'all is hip hop. The stories of hip-hop, of rap music, are the stories of a million MCs who inside of them the words are coming, the words they need to make sense of the world around them. The words are witty and blunt, abstract and linear, sober and fucked up. And when we decode that torrent of words, by which I mean really listen to them with our minds and our hearts open, we can understand their world better, and ours too. It's the same world. This is Rhymes and Reasons. I'm sure you suck. I'm a rapper from Chicago. I enjoy all types of weird things like video games and sack lunches and awesome people. And yeah, I make I make the music. <laughs> Uh, left my wallet in El Segundo by a Tribe Called Quest. For me, that was the first rap song that that I heard that had a storyline to it that just like really like captured me. It was a song about like like the the group goes to uh, El Segundo, which is like a city in California, and they go eat at a diner. And one of the members, Q-Tip, leaves his wallet in the diner. And it's sort of like a dialogue about whether or not they're going to go back to go get it. I felt like I was watching like a sitcom, which is kind of my favorite thing to do. Like, just watch TV. So kind of to hear that song go, well, rap can be like this too. Like, I had no idea. I pulled over to ask where we was at. His index finger, he tipped off his hat. El Segundo, he said, my name is Pedro. If you need directions, I'll tell you pronto. Need a civilization, some sort of reservation. He said a mile south, there's a fast food station. Thanks to you. As I start tip the motor, Ali said, Damn, Tip, what did you drive so far for? Well, scratch. That record, like, it's not a very, in terms of flow wise, it's not very like one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. It's kind of like very jazz esque, where it's like, like the rhythm of the verses kind of like bounces around a little bit. It's a lot more conversational. And it tells a story with that also for me. It's just like, whoa, that was like, this, this is amazing. Like, it's not the only record like that, but it was definitely the first time I realized like it was a real eye opener for me. And that's what technically what that song taught me. How it's how you place words and, and how you deliver them. And not just what you say, but how you say it. And I learned that from them. I checked for keys and started to step. What do you know? My wallet, I forget. Yo, it was a brown wallet. Had props numbers. Had my Jimmy hats. I gotta get it, man. Lord, have mercy. The heat got hotter. Ali starts to curse me. I was born on the west side, Roosevelt and Costner. And, man, I want to say, like, pre-teens moved to the west suburbs, Bellwood, which is not very much different from the west side of Chicago. It's very much an extension of that. 
But I, I spent a bulk of my life in Bellwood. I know I was in seventh grade. I don't know what age that equates to. But yeah, I was definitely in seventh grade when I like discovered that song. During seventh grade, I was just I was just getting into hip hop that was on the radio. Before then, I was only into alternative music and a bit of metal, whatever metal was on Headbangers Ball. My, my taste didn't reach past that. In seventh grade, I was just becoming like listening to the status quo black music. Towards the end of that year, I started to find my own musical taste, and one of the first groups I stumbled upon was Strike Call. Pretty much TV raised me. Like my mom, we always had cable. She would like park me in front of the TV, and like I found MTV, and that was kind of the stuff that like I gravitated towards. I love Headbangers Ball. I would set my VCR to record because I couldn't stay up long enough to watch it. So I set my VCR to like record it and watch it in the morning while I was getting ready for school and shit. Yeah. When I got into rap, I was definitely trying like trying to find my blackness because by then. At least by like seventh grade, kids definitely let you know you were weird, like in full force. Like I didn't really care for rap or urban music at all, and like you could tell, and they definitely let you know. So by then, I think like in my head, I was like, man, let me let me try to get regular. <laughs> so I didn't stop listening to that stuff, but I definitely like kept it to myself a lot. I moved to Bellwood and started going to public school there, I was by myself. I never went to school in the area I lived in. So when I wasn't in school and came back home, I was by myself again. Once I started going to school in that area, I um, saw kids and what they wore and it wasn't the same as what I wore and like the things they talked about wasn't the same as stuff I was into and they quickly let you know that you're different. I got a culture shock. I was like, man, I need to assimilate, like, <laughs> fast. Finding hip-hop, starting to watch basketball on TV, like, I feel like those are the two catalysts, like, to me kind of assimilating. Always kept my original interest in tow, but didn't really show them too much. And then kind of going into high school is when I, like, I think I completely found myself. Like, I feel like I'm the same person I am now as I was Freshman year of high school, like totally. I was totally found myself and was comfortable with myself. Guilty, guilty of being white by Minor Threat, I would say, is the first punk song that I directly found a connection with. More so with just the title. The song is like actually about a guy talking to someone black and saying, hey man, like, my ancestors did some really fucked up shit, but I'm not that same dude. So don't like put those, don't don't put the mistakes of my ancestors on me. I'm not that person, which is really rad. Like I, I thought that was re really really heavy. It was the first time I heard a punk song. It's like yo, this is like really heavy. But more so, the title for me, I related to it just because 
just because of the the things that influenced me when I was a lot younger, I kind of got really cute for being quote unquote white. It was kind of cool to hear a punk song where I can go, oh man, like I would listen to it and not really pay attention to the verses that were there. I would kind of like put my own verses to it and like kind of relate to just like the guilty of being white, like chant over and over again, like. That song really super, super connected to me for that. For me, because, I mean, a lot of song, a lot of the song talks about slavery. And I feel like the position in life I was in where, like, where you almost like the only people that talked down to me were, were black people. So to hear a song about slavery, it wasn't an automatic, like, put up of, like, like, you can't talk about that. I was like, okay, I'll be open-minded and hear what this dude has to say about this because in some instances, I identify more with him than with people of my own skin color. So there isn't an automatic wall pull up when someone white brings up slavery, like what happens so much, like someone white can't talk about that at all or, you know, or like you're damned. So I was able like to hear that song objectively with no bias at all like and go, man, that's a really... That's a really true statement. How can you, you can't, you know, you can't hold this guy accountable for shit that, you know, his ancestors did. Like I've seen anything else. I haven't listened to anything else that made me feel that way. I made a song called, actually called Skinny Jeans, that is kind of my, it's the first song where I talk about all the shit that I'm into. The first rap song where I was like, yo man, like, I'm gonna just talk about the bands that I like, the, like the clothing brands that I like. Like before when I made rap songs, it was like either kind of like telling a story or just kind of talking like rap bravado, like I'm better than you kind of stuff. And that was the first time where my friends who are in the punk music and like who I would go to hardcore shows with heard a song of mine. So it was like, yo, I dig that. And that like super changed me. That changed, that completely changed how I did music after that. I just kind of wanted to, in my own way, I made my version of that, of what I felt that song was about. <laughs> that makes sense. What's that on your iPod? Tell me what you listen to. Little bit of Porter's head. Whole lot of bad brains. Can't forget Deer Hook. Homie, cause it's been great. We can skate that parking lot. Homie, cause it's been paved. Rick a park dames of my beard so I don't shave. No mopeds, so I use it just to get ahead with the hopes that my coolness spread. Sort of like the movement of their legs. Oops, beg my pardon. Great Poupon passing jargon. So I'm my guard, so sick, so I'm barfing. Arkin' and barking. Yelling at girls are so passing. Yeah, yo, homie, call the coffin Corner, you're bugging her I'ma call the orphan Raiders, lame game Grenades for you roaches How they approach us Dogs off the chain, so ferocious The denim's tight and I'm so focused It's not necessarily, like, the song I made, Skinny Jeans Isn't necessarily, like, I'm, like I'm white and I'm proud of it It was just merely just me stating the things that I'm into Which is what I do all the time now And that was the first song where I did that and it was definitely a breakthrough. When I got the approval of the friends who I would go to hardcore shows with, when I got the approval of my hardcore friends, 
that meant so much more than getting the approval of someone just because I had a clever rap line. It felt good, like it legitimately felt good inside. I felt like I had made a song for them and they were super stoked that I did that and like couldn't have been happier. So I was like, man, this is how I'm doing it. My music from now on. And I hope you take notice My shells filled with closes Line box, bear bricks And weird ass poses Akira and Desert Punk Boba Fett and Golem Don't dig my slim fits You can kiss my scroll And where y'all was still baggy I was chilling at the bottom Now slim is cool I'm at the top of the totem Thanks to J-Self for the for a bulk of my childhood, I guess you can say I kind of lived as a loner. So I just kind of lived by my own rules. Like, I wasn't, like, rebellious by any degree, but, like, it was weird, like, to even have, like, kids I go to school with. And even, like, my little cousins, like, family members, like, pretty much tell you that, like, you're weird. You're not black. It just definitely took me off guard and, like, I just, I couldn't quite understand it. It's like, I understand the stuff that you're, you're, you're into and it's fine. Why is it when the the shit that I'm into, it's a problem? It wasn't even that. It was like when someone would say that you ain't black. It's it's, it's not even like the statement of it is how they always say it. It's like gross. Like it's disgusting. That was my problem with it. If I'm white, that's fine. But why is this fucking? Why is that bad? Like why is that such a fucking bad thing? Like after a while, you learn to like you learn to how to accept. That's how shit is. I'm really big into that. Just kind of, I'm like, okay, I can understand. That's how this shit is. Come on, come on. I see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, it's like worth living. Should I blast myself? I'm tired of being poor and even worse. I'm black. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Cops give a damn about a need, bro. Pull a trigger, kill a nigga. He's a heat, bro. Get it back to the kids who the hell cares. One less hungry mouth on the welfare. First ship him, don't let him deal with brothers. Give him guns, step back, watch him kill each other. It's time to fight back, that's what Huey said. Two shots in the dark, now Huey's dead. I got love for my brothers, but we can never go nowhere unless we share with each other. We gotta start making changes. Learn to see me as a brother instead of two distant strangers. And that's how we're supposed to be. I can never take a brother if he's close to me. Uh, I let it go back to when we played as kids, but then change. That's the way it is. Come on. When a group of kids can see that. It's like, oh, he may not, like, dress. He doesn't really dress like me. This dude's weird. But then when I talk to you, I can talk to you in the same language, the same dialect that you speak in. I understand all the same stuff you're into. Then you become accepted when you see that I'm not really that weird. I'm just, I'm, dude, I'm just like you. Like, I'm just into some different stuff. And then you can kind of open people up to different stuff. And what's kind of cool, I found out, too, even I've been in situations, I've been in the studio with the most thugged out of thug rappers of all time. And then, like, break them down and find out that they're in the anime and comic books and shit. And they, people are in the shit, like, on the, in the closet all the time. Like, <laughs> and, it, and they feel comfortable opening up about that shit with you because you're a little different and shit. And you're openly different. So they make them feel okay about, like, talking about that shit. <laughs> yeah, people aren't fucking one dimensional, especially nowadays. And thank God. Thank God they're not. I'm 
it was kind of crazy for me to make music and go, man, I want to like, I want to somehow like show that I'm super into like metal and punk when I make hip hop. But you know, after hearing like like the Limp Biscuits and when rappers like do collaborations with people from the rock world outside of Anthrax and Public Enemy going really bad like it's just been really corny shit and I was like man how do I do it and it's not corny so for years I just kind of I made I made hip-hop music but I was you know name drop bands and kind of talk about stuff in that culture and like then I stumbled upon trap music and I got the exact same feeling I got when I listened to like a punk song or I'm at a hardcore show it's like man there's something here like this is the same like it gives me the same exact feeling and so from there, I was like, man, like, so instead of just having to, like, talk about, like, just having to name drop all this shit that I'm into, I can, like, apply my subject matter to this genre, this, this subgenre of rap, and just recreate punk all over again. It was like, man, just the, the angst, like, the feeling of the angst and the, how non-technical it is, and it's like the same exact thing as punk. So why the pose hating, especially when I've been so patient, me and her be like, oh, you and me be like so famous I got a nugget of gold Nah, no, you ain't got a cook I got a couple views, baby We're talking comic books It's just a news You don't know how long this took Shout out to Treaty Party Posse, my pizza pieces Donnie, we had take a secret meeting With the Legion hoes Catching the papers I guess that's why she's standing steaming Oh, my power spread my one man pizza party series going one, two, three, definitely heavily trap influence. Just for the simple fact that like the trap is such a, a current thing in rap right now, I just, I just wanted to show people that you can make this style of music and not have to talk about the same subject matters that everyone talks about in trap, which is usually drug dealing and, and violence and shit. I was like, you can make this music that has the same effects and put some different subjects to it and shit. Like I just. That was like my mission with this series. Yeah, we sticking to the script. So this is how it goes. Homies help homies. Hoes, hey, hoes. 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 You click up by power spread. Y'all click up, y'all left it there. My homies support system. Crutches. My virtues, I'm a sensei, enemy sensei, my PMA, my black belt first Now so I'm kind of branching out from trap. I've been lucky enough to have friends who do who do hip hop and do it in different genres, so that when I do songs with them, I can I'm maybe a little more lyrical or like I show a different side of what you know a, a different side of show you suck so to speak. But I try to think that I'm in my way of making a good medium between. Something that's highly lyrical and something that's definitely still conscious of bringing the feeling of like trap. Prodigy. That song it was like is my favorite song from 
when I discovered techno. I got into techno from like playing video games and directly watching the movie Hackers for the first time. It was one of my favorite movies ever. The soundtrack was so rad. I was like, yo, what are these songs that are playing in this movie? I forget what song, what song of theirs is in Hackers, but I ended up buying Music for a Jilted Generation and Voodoo People is on there. And that's my favorite Prodigy song, without a doubt. That that song is more so a, a place mark in my life of when I first became a gamer, like I was really heavy into playing video games because I would play them on mute and just sit and listen to music. One of my favorite video games was Wipeout, Wipeout XL. Wipeout XL, the soundtrack was done by XL Records. It was at the time, it was like the, I think they were like the biggest like techno label at the time. So it was just, the soundtrack was fucking dope as shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it's kind of cool to see what, what trap music now is like, what I'm so heavy into has gone into electronic music. And it kind of, for me, is full circle. It's like, damn, it brought me back to my techno roots. That's fucking awesome, right? idea there was like any type of like underground dance culture they had a, they showed a glimpse of it in the movie hackers but i thought it was just a movie i didn't know it was a fucking i didn't know what the fuck raves were like to me it was just this really cool fast pounding music that just sounded fucking cool and i was just really into it and it was really hard to get a hold of because at that time i didn't have access to record stores so the only music retailers i could go to were best buy and target and there was a mom and pop, there was a mom and pop CD store close to me, but they only sold hip hop and R&B. A lot of like the, the acts I was into, I couldn't get a hold of their CDs because they were probably only available overseas or at some type of swanky like record store. And at that time, I was like eighth grade, freshman high school. I think when I bought music for a jilted generation, the Prodigy song that I heard in Hackers isn't on that album. But I had no idea which way, that was the only album that was available to me at the time. So I had to get that one. I also remember when I bought music for Jilted Generation, I also bought Drew Hill's first album. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that shit. Oh, we were at Target. I went to Target. And I was like, oh, I'll get this. And I think the Drew Hill album, that was a new release. I got that just out of like just being in the now. It was a good album. It was a really good album. I was just, just being in the now. Like I got that. And I remember getting a Long John Donut. is people still equate being multicultural to being makeups of different races. Like I equate being multicultural to being, yo, I'm in I'm into hip hop. I'm also 
into the art scene, I equate the interest in there also. Like I think people forget that, and that's what I feel like the problem is. And that's that's part of that's part of the the flag I'm waving, I guess, so to speak. Yo, like being multicultural isn't just a racial thing. We're all fucking multicultural, G. Like, yeah, embrace that shit, scream that shit. Like, it's it's kind of cool. Like through my shows, I definitely connected all my groups of friends. So I just want to do that on even like larger scale. It's literally a mix of people. There's like super hood dudes moshing, and they don't know what moshing is. They're just doing what they feel, what what feels right to them at the time. And to me, that's the most awesome thing ever. Like, I, I just want more of that. Like. <laughs> There's a character in it named Shona, and he's such a badass. When I started rapping, I was like, yo, I want my name to be Shona. Come to find, there was a group in Chicago called Soldiers at War, and there was a member, he's like 30 years old, his name was Shona. So out of respect to my elders, I dropped enough from my name, and I was show. I was show as soon as I graduated from high school, and kind of going through the years with that name, coming into the internet age, figure out the name's really stupid because you can't Google it impossible to google it so i was like damn like what the fuck like how do i come up with i need to do something like i gotta i gotta add i can't completely change my name because i've been going i got raps with that shit in it like i can't completely change it maybe i can add something to it and at that time i was never doing shows with rappers i was always doing shows with hardcore bands and they always had names like set your goals march the mountain who's the bear like there's always statements so I was like, man, I should make my name like a statement. So if you look at a flyer, you would think I was a band. So I was like, what do I come up with? And at the time, I had just started a call and response at my shows where I go, show us so awesome. And I let the crowd go, show you suck. Everybody waiting on that new show song. Codename Coyote, mission is impossible. Don't need to go to gun to kill the malarkey. Jingling my car keys, jingling my car keys. Hope to not lose them by the end of the party. Only two How many times you go to a rap show and you can tell the motherfucker you suck? Like, I figure, like, if you don't like my show, you're gonna yell it out. Cause you do, in fact, think I suck. And if you like me, you're gonna yell it out just because I'm telling you to yell it out. So I get everybody. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just make that my name. It made me laugh. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm rolling with that. Show you something. Treat a crew, first and foremost, for me, it's it's definitely a a brotherhood. I became part of Treat a Crew before anyone even knew I rap. It's much more than just a rap group. It spans worldwide. It's people from rappers, producers, DJs, tattoo artists, artists of different mediums. I've, I've met some of the most amazing people that I've ever met in my life through this collective. And I feel like I also helped it a lot 
let people see that it's how diverse it is. I can fly to like New York and walk around and people like know what's up. Like I'm just walking the street and like people show like hella respect. I'm like in Tucson, Arizona and like at the airport and people come and like like show respect. It's, it's crazy. Like it's, it's insane what my friends have built like, and, and let me be a part of it. My nigga Freaky James could probably teach a cooking class. My nigga Hollywood, well, he'll whoop your ass. And Lee Majors the killer, he'll kill you. And save money, them niggas is like familiar. I'm with Desirio fucking with Brazilian bitches. Get some pussy to Thelonious, this kid is brilliant. Kill yourself trying to outsmoke smokes. And to the lanes trying to hang with us, hit or what? I be doing me, so do what you do. I like the way Hip hop matters because it's it gives someone an outlet that doesn't necessarily have the money to pick up an instrument the the technical skill to paint a picture it gives someone creative and artistic fulfillment through not being so technically inclined in other areas it's the poor man's music and it's the easiest thing to do but it's also the most fulfilling thing when we become really good at it. <laughs> My nigga GS, what up, stupid bitch? Fuck the DA, they ain't on shit. What up, my nigga? What up? I'm screaming free pee. I'm coming from the hunters to holler at Mike. Hunters. I was just a kid getting the bite. Yeah. And shout out to Vic for being some trill. Nigga, shit. Dope boy magic, I'm serving this kid. Out killing the game like Ogon for real. Max Payne and Cool, we forever true. Forever true. Tall nigga and Deuce, that's my family too. Shit. All these hoes wanna meet the crew. For real. It's only one that I am to do.